Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Retired College Athletes Podcast, a podcast designed to inspire and inform current and former athletes through stories and advice from retired college athletes. I'm your host, Sydney Mary, and today we're talking about discipline and consistency. So let's go ahead and get into it. guys. So today we are talking about discipline and consistency, but in particular, we're talking about having to relearn these things as a retired college athlete. The reason why we're talking about this is because for the most part, to become a college athlete, you have to know how to be disciplined and you most likely have practiced some form of consistency to get to that point, whether it's you're consistently going to practice or consistently training hard, something you've You've done something, you've sacrificed something, because that's what discipline and consistency requires, a bit of sacrifice, to be able to get to that level. But I think the one thing that people don't talk too much about is the fact that you kind of have to relearn that when you're a retired college athlete. Let me explain. So for the last year or two, my word has definitely been discipline. And I realized early on that discipline and consistency go hand in hand. You really can't do one without the other, at least in my mind. I cannot be disciplined and not have consistency to go with it. Like they really do just kind of, they come as a package deal. I remember telling my mom that I'm like, hard work just seems a lot harder these days. And I think that's interesting because growing up, if you work hard, you're most likely going to see the payoff of that. Like whether you work hard to start or you work hard to get playing time, you work hard to improve your skills, like there's some payoff of that. But I felt like, at least for me growing up, working hard, the definition was not accurate. It was like doing, it felt like doing what you were supposed to do. So should you show up to practice? Yeah. Like, Should you probably get some extra shots up if you want to really hone in on your skill? Yeah. And so to me, like doing what was required to be great or good at your sport was what I called hard work. And that, I mean, maybe that was accurate. Maybe that wasn't. Now as an adult, now as a retired college athlete, I'm starting to realize that like hard work is truly going above and beyond what other people won't do or what you haven't done. And that requires discipline and consistency because if it was easy, everyone would do it and everyone is not doing it most likely. And so and so that's what makes it hard. But the other part of it is that ultimately when I thought I was working my hardest, whether it was in high school, leading up to college, like don't get me wrong, the work was definitely hard. But there were so many things that were set up for me to be successful that I maybe didn't really understand were there compared to now when I really have to put all the ducks in the row myself to be successful. For example, if I wanted to get better at my craft of basketball, I had to go to the gym and shoot. But we could get into the gym at any time we wanted. We had the shooting gun. I could always call in a coach or a manager or somebody to come and rebound for me at whatever time. I mean, reasonable times. But yes, they'd be more than happy to help me get better at my craft. I had nutritionists, dietitians at my disposal, Um, if I needed a tutor, I could get one. It wasn't like I had to go hunt them down myself. I would just ask my academic coordinator and I would be on the schedule for the next day with a tutor. There were so many things in place. And really, it was just about me wanting to do those things and showing up and actually doing them. But like the legwork, 
was taken care of by other people. And that was a thing that I just never recognized until now. For example, whenever I want to do something, it's not about just showing up. It's about actually creating the plan. So I think a lot of people, a lot of former athletes struggle with this at some point in time, which is fitness, like trying to figure out fitness. And sometimes it's not so much that you're not knowledgeable about how to program your workouts. It's just that you realize that before you could walk into the gym and pick up your sheet from your strength and conditioning coach and get to work, whereas now you might actually need to program it. Whether you like programming your workouts or you don't, that's still something that has to be done. So I remember like early on when I was a retired college athlete, I loved programming my own workouts. A year or so in, when I finally had a a job that required a lot of my time, I didn't love programming my workouts. And one thing I started to realize is like my workouts were suffering because I didn't have the time to actually program them well. And that is very much a lot of like life as a retired college athlete. So where does discipline and consistency come in? As we have learned to be disciplined and consistent as former college athletes, like during our time in athletics, we learned to be disciplined and consistent. I have had to relearn those things and you may as well. And for the reasons that I spoke on, because everything isn't already set up for you. And so in order to be disciplined and consistent, that really starts with you deciding to set those things up for yourself. So one of the reasons why this is a topic of our solo cast for this week is because I came across a video from a YouTuber that I really enjoy his content. His YouTube channel is called Football to Fatherhood. And the name of the creator of this YouTube channel is Cedric. He is a former NFL player. He also played in college. And now he's a full-time content creator, has a beautiful family, two beautiful daughters, and creates a lot of content that I feel like the RCA audience would enjoy he is often having to unlearn and relearn things from his time in athletics and kind of apply it to now. And he was specifically talking about this in his most recent video. I'll be sure to link it down below. It's it's really short. It's like six minutes. Just talking about how in order to be consistent, there's a lot more that you have to kind of put on the table as a retired college athlete. Like there's a, there are a few more barriers that you may need to jump through. But at the same time, there are a few things that you kind of have to lay down in order to be a successful, consistent, and disciplined person post-college athletics. And one of those things that you have to lay down is perfectionism. As athletes, we're really accustomed to coming in, getting work done, and everything flying on all c- cylinders. Well, kind of like we mentioned before, because everything is not set up for you the way that they may have been in college, you have to kind of give yourself some grace. Like you're not going to have the ability to set everything up perfectly the way that things were in college. And I'm not necessarily talking about college related things, like in any of your goals, it is hard to do the pre-planning, to do the execution, to do the post-mortem for everything. Like it's hard to be in everything in every aspect of your life in the finer details. Like it's so tough. And so learning to kind of let go of that perfection is so, so important because You won't be able to remain disciplined and consistent if you don't. You'll probably become uninspired at the result. One thing that I have learned over the past year or so of really focusing in on discipline and consistency is to play the long game. Whatever results you feel like you're going to get out of this, play the long game. And my reason for saying this is because discipline and consistency happen over a period of time. I think sometimes we try and cheat ourselves out of doing the work of being disciplined and consistent by setting goals or trying to get out of things early. And so 
if you're like, hey, I want to, you know, see this result by the end of the month. I mean, sure, will you have to be like disciplined and consistent? Yes. But to truly hone in on that skill, to truly relearn that skill, you have to do over a period of time that isn't a short period of time. So by deciding, hey, I'm going to do this for a year, two years, like I know those seem like really, really far out goals and not every goal can be a long-term goal. But by doing that, you, in my opinion, are expediting your ability to learn discipline and consistency for what it truly is. Maybe not so much what you thought it was in your childhood or in college, but also you're teaching yourself something that is going to be intangible for the rest of your life. Because there is no shortcut to getting what you want or getting reaching success. There is no shortcut. And I think too often by setting these short-term goals that don't require us to be extremely disciplined or consistent. We cheat ourselves out of our actual dreams and goals because we give up on it so early. We're like, oh, it didn't happen in a week. It didn't happen in two weeks, a month. Like, we're, we're done. This is something I'm currently learning and working through. I'm, I'm definitely not perfect at it, but I hope as I'm talking about this, thoughts are turning in your brain in the sense of like, okay, maybe to get to whatever goal you have for yourself. Understanding that like there is time in between setting the goal and getting to it. And in between there is true discipline and consistency. And it might look different than it did in in college. And so truly learning that and understanding that there will be growing pains, but truly learning that is key. So with that said, that's all I have for today. I hope that this episode made sense to you. I feel like it it hit the right people. Let's go ahead and get into housekeeping. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to get more involved in the RCA community, please feel free to follow us on Instagram and on YouTube. We're most active on those platforms. And also, we have a monthly newsletter that we're starting up. It will start in February, but if you are interested in receiving it, there will be a link in the description box for you to sign up. This will just be a different way for me to story tell, provide different content to you guys, more visual, um, and definitely something that's different from what we have on Instagram and YouTube. So just a different way for me to connect with you guys. And I'm really looking forward to it. So if you would sign up, that would be awesome. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week.